Hello there, guys, and welcome back to the Powerful Performer Podcast. If you're new to the Powerful Performer Podcast, this podcast is aimed at creative individuals to help them build an incredible body, unstoppable confidence, and phenomenal performance through all areas of their life. If you haven't gone back and listened to a few of the other episodes, I would do that now. I'd press pause and go and do that now, just so you can get a flavor of what this podcast is about, uh, the language we use, and the kind of stuff that that we talk about. Today, uh, I want to share 10 muscle-building mistakes that I made 10 years ago, which I don't want you to make. There's a lot of advertisement. There's a lot of things floating around YouTube, floating around Instagram. If you type in Google, how to build muscle, a load of things will come up. Are they correct? Absolutely not. Are they to do with marketing? Probably. Are they to do with someone sat in there flat with no expertise at all? Um, absolutely. And I have made pretty much every mistake there is to make. And of course, I'm still learning. I'm still progressing on, you know, building my, my uh, confidence, my body, my energy levels and all that sort of stuff. But I just wanted to share 10 mistakes that I made, which will help you so you don't make those mistakes. So if we get straight into it, I used to do far too many cardio classes per week, intense cardio classes, which felt good, which got my heart rate up, which made me sweat and it made me feel really good. Little did I know it was actually doing myself um, a, a disservice. If, we, if we're putting far too much intensity on the body, it's going to make us feel hungry. So we're going to eat far more uh, and we don't, don't kind of look the way that we that we want to look. If we do far too, if we do far too much cardio, we're simply not recovering. We're not abling our body and our muscles to recover properly. So then we're going into the gym, we're doing a bit of strength work and we're not upping the weight, which means that then we're not giving our body a new stress and stimulus um, to therefore recover. So I was doing far too many intense cardio sessions a week. Number two, I was seriously restricting on the food. I was like, oh, I've got a holiday coming up in four weeks. I'm just going to eat chicken and broccoli. Um, I'm going to have nothing for breakfast. I'm going to have uh, a chicken salad for, for lunch. Then I'll have steak and broccoli or chicken and broccoli or, or something like that. Yeah, I was hungry, but you know what? I've got a holiday coming up. So I was, stuck in this endless yo-yoing and again my body wasn't given the right amount of energy to recover to build muscle and I was just stuck in this um kind of yo-yoing thing. There was a study that uh, that was done and someone that lost like 1.7 kg of, of body fat a week lost far more muscle than someone who lost like 0.7 kg a week. Those They actually maintained and built a little bit of muscle. So it just shows how much energy you're giving yourself each day and each week will determine how much muscle you're actually building. Number three, I didn't leave an adequate amount of rest in between hitting each muscle group. So I might go and do chest on a Monday and then I might be back in doing shoulders on a Wednesday or something like that, which means that my chest is still fatigued. I wasn't able to go as heavy as I could on shoulders. Uh, and again, just stuck in that cycle of not really upping the weight, not really pushing my uh, my body to, to the max. So I was kind of focusing on the wrong areas, realistically. Number four, I was mindlessly consuming protein with no real plan. Again, I just heard protein helps the muscles and the body recover. I'm just going to eat protein as and when I can. I'm going to have big steaks. I'm going to chug down three to four protein shakes. And actually, it meant that I was deficient in other macronutrients. It means that I couldn't consume carbohydrates before I worked out or after I worked out or before going to bed because I was full up, I was gassy. Um, you know, it's proven that the more protein we have, the more that promotes fullness. But if you're you're full and you're eating the right macronutrients, protein, carbohydrates and fats to actually match your goal, again, you're doing yourself a disservice if your primary goal is to, let's say, 
lean muscle mass, bringing that body fat down and bringing that, that muscle up, which a lot of people want. Number five, I was sticking to the same linear approach to training week after week. I was perhaps starting at 12 reps and doing that for a bit. I was then doing uh, 10 reps, doing that for a bit. I was then going down to eight reps, doing that for a bit. I always started um, on the bench press. I'd always finish with the leg press or something like that. That The same linear approach is not going to happen. Have you noticed when you do high reps and then if you go down to low reps, you lose strength, you lose one or the other. And it's actually about using different intensities, mixing things up. I more or less went into the gym and my body part, my body knew what I was going to do before my head knew what I was going to do. It knows it's 11am, I'm in the gym and I'm about to sit on that um, barbell bench press. It's really important to be mixing those things up, to plan, to organise your training. So we're using different reps, we're using different methodologies. More importantly, we're using different intensities. Okay, if we keep with the same intensity, the body is no way going to adapt, which is why a lot of people come to me and say, I've been doing classes at XYZ gyms. Uh, we all know what they are. I'm, I'm, and my body's plateauing. I initially lost 10 kg. I was doing really well. Why has my body plateaued? And it's because they're using the same linear approach. Um, they're putting the same intensity, the same amount of reps on there. They're getting a sweat on because they're looking to get their exercise automated and out the way um, without really planning. That's why I say to my guys, it's about training smart and hard. It's not just about getting the exercise out of the way or it's not just about busting a gut in the gym and training hard. It's, it's much more than that. It's about organising it um, much more than that. Number six, I wasn't putting any rest weeks in there and I wasn't putting any deload weeks in my training. A rest week, of course, is like um, taking your nutrition back up, not training at all. A deload week might be taking the resistance training out or doing like 15 reps at a weight that you would do eight reps for. Again, it's taking the intensity off the body. It's allowing the body, brain, nervous system to recover so we can go back in. I was taking it willy-nilly. I was going on a holiday and going, do you know what? I'll have a rest week, um, which... When you do that, you're not able to manage fatigue properly. So when you get back to it, you're not able to, to push for more. You're not seeing the results that you want because your body's still a little bit fried. So I wasn't putting regular rest and deload weeks in my training, which mean that I wasn't progressing it in the way that I want to. Number seven, I thought a low-carb diet was the answer to building the body that, that I wanted. I just heard things on men's health. I'd heard things on, on YouTube that carbs are bad or carbs make you make you lose weight. And I was restricting myself from the foods that I love. I was restricting myself from like some of my favourite beers, some of my favourite chocolate bars, some of my favourite um, breakfast because I'd heard uh, these things. My energy was off. My training was off. I wasn't building the muscle that, that I wanted to. I wasn't as lean um, as I wanted to. And, and I know how it is, but I was just stuck in this endless sort of cycle of, of, of yo-yoing back and forth and not seeing the results and sort of looking down at myself and going, I think I've... Um, got progress. I think my body's changing. Or no, I've, I've eaten a Chinese and I feel really bad. I feel really disgusting with no sort of planning or targets in there. So low carbs was, I feel very passionate about this because it really, it, it wasn't a healthy way of me living for, for two to three years. I was seriously restricting myself from things that, that I absolutely love and things that I prioritize and value and, uh, and make up my life. So I thought low carbs was the answer to, to all my bodybuilding um, kind of desires, which is why I get quite angry when I see that sort of stuff um, online. Number eight, I was stubborn to think that I could do it on my own. Um, and my limited skills, my limited knowledge of, of watching YouTube or um, speaking to a friend who thought they knew what they're, they're doing, that is the reason why I was stuck in the same cycle. If I was to go to a professional when I started and go, do you know what, I'm going to invest in my health and fitness because this is something I really want to do, it wouldn't have taken me 
far along. It, I wouldn't have wasted 10 years. And of course, there's no, no such thing as like wasted 10 years, but I would have got there far quicker. I'd have had far more energy. I'd have had far more career opportunities because I'd have looked and felt how I wanted to. Um, so it's kind of about getting out of our own head sometimes and go, we can't do things. The things that we really want to happen in the shortest amount of time, we can't do it on our own. A lot of self-employed people will be listening to this. Have you ever had that battle where you're like, I'm going to do my taxes on my own. I don't really know what I'm doing. Get an accountant. They're going to save you far more money. They're going to save you far more energy in the future. And I rec- I think that's one of the, the common challenges with self-employed creative individuals. We think because we don't have access to a limited amount of mo- money, sometimes we're in work, sometimes we're out of work. We're being stubborn to think that I could do it on my own and I could build the body that I wanted to, you know, from looking at these people on magazines or on TV shows. I I simply couldn't. And it all changed as soon as I started getting educated, as soon as I started putting things into practice and being consistent with that. So number eight is really, really important. Number nine, I'll do the wrong exercises. I was going in there going, I want a bigger chest. I'm going to do um, chest. I want bigger biceps. I'm, I'm going to do a bicep curl. I've seen this movie star. He's on men's health. He's doing that, even though he didn't create the program, even though they've just asked for his permission, they've just built a program for, for advertising. I was doing all the wrong exercises. I wasn't putting um, exercise in there to put to support my stabilizer muscles. To uh, I wasn't putting the right assistant exercises in to, to strengthen my main lifts that would actually get me the results that I wanted to. It was just all over the place, my training, my nutrition. It was just out of balance, which means I wasn't feeling great. I wasn't looking um, optimal and I wasn't progressing every single week. And more importantly, I wasn't enjoying the process. I speak to so many people that are like, I'm just not enjoying it. I don't enjoy the process. And it's like, well, come on, let me show you these very simple targets, the very simple frameworks that I work with clients on a day-to-day basis and make it happen, get them to see results, get them motivated, spark a bit of fun and enjoyment in their health and fitness. Because if it's not fun, you're never going to stick to it. Of course, it's got to be challenging, but you have got to enjoy the process. If you don't enjoy the process, you're not going to stick to it very long. And if you're not going to stick to it very long, what's the point in starting anyway? If you don't want a healthy lifestyle long-term, which obviously everyone should, this no point starting it there's no point getting a six pack for for eight weeks what's that that's going to do it's going to do nothing so again i was doing the wrong exercises i was programming in it had no uh, structure it had no organization uh, and again once i i'd learned once i educated myself once i implemented all of this uh, results started showing i just felt 10 times slash a million times better. Uh, Number 10, a big one. I was lifting with my ego and performing partial or half reps. Partial or half reps are like not getting all the way down in a squat, not getting all the way down in a a push-up, not fully activating the core um, in a plank. And, And essentially, you're just missing half that money. It's like you go into the bank with a bag full of gold coins, but the gold, the bag's got a hole in it and you, by the time you get to the bank, three quarters of the coins have have dropped out. But but you don't know. You think you're going to the gym. You think you're doing it right, but you're not getting you're not getting half as much bang for your buck as as you as you think about. So when you're doing half reps, record yourself. Have a look. Send them to me uh, on on Instagram, and I'll and I'll tell you if you're doing. Um, full reps you know we we call it rom range of motion we're looking for full range of motion why it recruits more motor units in the muscles which means that your muscle just going to fire up more and you 
quite simply going to build more muscle. So reduce the weight um, by at least 10%. Stop lifting with your ego and really try and get the full full range of motion in there. And again, option is open to record yourself. Send them to me on a private message on Instagram and, I, and I'll simply tell you if you need um, technique. A lot of people say to me, oh, I need a personal training session first. I need a personal trainer. You may need a personal trainer for the first few sessions, but it's just about getting the movement and getting the, the technique right first. And that's why we give our clients a free personal training session with me or the team every single 90 days so the confidence so the technique is there because if that's not there the results won't really happen so it's really important that someone does guide you through that and on the app we ask everyone to put in their their videos every single day so we can look at their exercise and go no a little bit more work get the hips lower bring the elbows past the torso more simply so they can get more bang for the buck simply so they can go to the bank with a nice bag of gold coins and actually put all that money in the bank account instead of losing um their coins i hope you like that analogy just made it up then um, so that's it um number one too many intense cardio sessions per week two under restricting on food number three leaving no rest between hitting each muscle group again number four mindlessly consuming protein with no real plan number five sticking to the same linear approach week after week number six no rest or no deload weeks within my training Number seven, thinking low-carb diet was the answer to my bodybuilding dreams. Number eight, stubbornness to think that I could do it on my own with no help. Number nine, doing all the wrong exercises. Number 10, lifting with my ego and performing half reps. If any of that resonates with you, I would say if you are doing three or more of those things um get in touch uh give us a message and we'll help you kind of build a little bit of a plan for that because you know effectively if you're doing those 10 things right you will be progressing every single week and you will be receiving the, the results and you should be seeing um all the results that you wish and you you desire if you do see the results that you wish and you desire, it's fun. You will feel great. Uh, and the way you go about your day-to-day life, your weeks, your months, your, your years will just be far more powerful. Um, so I hope that was useful. Um, any questions, anything you want me to talk about, get in touch on the gram uh, and I'm happy to talk about it. Take care. Much love.